When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome back. Coffee and Cream in the morning with Andrew Rogers and ODB. That's me. Hey, you need tickets or have tickets but can't go? Red Zone Tickets buys and sells tickets for all types of events. That's events like Morgan Wallen. NCAA Volleyball Final Four, there's Creighton Basketball, Husker Basketball, Mannheim Steamroller, UNO Hockey, and more. What about the NFL? Chiefs, Vikings, Dallas Cowboys, or maybe if you're like our next guest, the Packers. Well, red zone tickets, they've got a wide variety of NFL tickets at many price points. Red zone tickets is located in Omaha. Reliable, local source, and much like combined GPAs for Andrew Rogers and I, <laughs> they have a A-plus better business rating. Visit RedZoneTickets.com. That's RedZoneTickets.com today. Jim Pulsey on the line. He covers all things Badgers, Wisconsin. DB mentioned it, even the Packers. You can toss him a follow at Jim Pulsey, WSJ on Twitter. Jim, thanks for much. thanks so much for joining the show. Excuse me, how are you doing today? Jim, good to talk to you again. Yeah, good, guys. How are you doing? Good. good, thanks. Hey, you know, let's start here with Wisconsin. The men's basketball team has been on the rise over the last two weeks. They went from unranked to ranked 22 in the nation in the AP polls, and they have wins against Maryland and Iowa to help them get there. Now, that makes six Big Ten teams in the top 25. Would you say the Big Ten is the toughest conference to play in this year? Uh, that's a good question. I get so... Um wrapped up in just the Big Ten that sometimes I don't spend a lot of time looking around to other conferences. Um, you know, they went head-to-head with the ACC in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. I think the ACC won that, so I'm a little hesitant to declare the Big Ten um, the best. But I will say, and I, I feel like I say this every year, um, it's really, really good, and it's really, really good top to bottom. You know, like you even look at your guys at Nebraska, um, that's that's a really good team, and if that's if that's one of your bottom half teams, that just speaks to how good this league is. Jim, how do you, how do you think Wisconsin wants to play? We know what the style, or I, I hate the word narrative, but like kind of what the story is on how Wisconsin wants to play offensively. But you, know, you got a couple guys that can can score the basketball. I know um, offensively, it's always kind of been a thing when it comes to their recruiting. What does Wisconsin look like? when they're playing well with this particular group? I would say there's been a shift the last yeah. two to three years of they're playing a little faster. Now, when I say that, we're not talking <laughs> UNLV uh, or Loyola Marymount from, from the 80s and 90s. But for this program, it, it's typically, if you look at Ken Pop's numbers, they've typically been very low in tempo, like one of the slower, quote-unquote, teams in the country. Uh, last year, they were in like the 200s, which for this program is, you know, pretty remarkable. They've gone down a little bit this year, but I guess the point is that I'm, in the recruiting world, they're actually selling that, hey, come here, we're going to play a little faster. Um, they've got a, a point guard in Chucky Hepburn who they trust, and 
to make good decisions in transition. Uh, you're going to see more three-pointers being thrown up in transition than you probably have in the past. So it's a little different, but by no means is this a program that's going to run with you. Uh, they're going to what they've always done, what they've done for 25 years is take good shots. And whether that comes in the first 10 seconds of the shot clock or in the last five seconds, um, they're going to try to find the best shot. Jim, it's interesting. Uh, Chucky, uh, he's great. His father and I, great family friends. He grew up right here. Uh, our kids played together, so we obviously follow him closely. Level of surprise that he's shooting it so much better from three in general, but then so much better from three then from two-point, and how do you like his offensive evolution as you knew he was a defensive stopper and a really good floor general? Yeah, I mean, he's – so he started off really slow this season. Yes, and he did. Just red hot lately, and, and this team needs that. I mean, if this team was going to be good, if, it's, if it was going to hit its ceiling, they need Chucky Hepburn to be good. And, and I think he knew that. I think, I think coming this season, one of the big keys was – how do you replace Johnny Davis? And and one of the answers to that is Chucky Hepburn and his growth. And so I think he's done a great job. Um, I think he can be better even still. I think he's going to progress over these next couple months and a couple years. And, and I think he's got a chance to be a real star here at Wisconsin. And I think he embraces that. I, I think the one thing, too, is his leadership skills are tremendous. Oh, even last year as a freshman they were, and I think they've taken a step this year. How does he compliment Tyler Wall, who I kind of – I think the kids call it swag. <laughs> he's got a little bit of – I like his confidence. He, he's I, – I just like the, his style of play in terms of, of, of what he believes in. And yet another guy from Minnesota that that state couldn't keep that other schools are benefiting from, like Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing about Tyler, and I told Tyler this on media day back in, I think it was September, um, when he was a freshman here, and I was I was a beat writer still at that time. I'm a, you know, I moved into a columnist role now, but um, we couldn't get him to say more than three words. Like he would come <laughs> in, um, in a group interview, and it would you know, it'd be one or two-word answers, and, and maybe once or twice we'd get a two-sentence answer. Um, but he's really, he's, he's kind of come out of the shell the last couple of years, and I think it's come out of the shell on, on the court, too, um, he's just, he's been a guy that just plays with confidence and, you know, waving goodbye to Iowa fans the other night was oh, a little yeah. bit out of character, I think, but yeah. it shows his confidence and leadership and swag, like you said, and they need that again. Like losing Johnny Davis was a huge, huge thing. And they need other guys to step up and, uh, embrace that role of being leaders and, um, energy guys. And, and Tyler Wall has certainly done that this year. We're speaking with Jim Polsey at Jim Polsey WSJ on Twitter. Jim, just three weeks ago, this team took on Marquette. And I started with a question about the team that made their way into the top 25, which was the Wisconsin Badgers. And how about now a team that's dropped out of the top 25, the Creighton Blue Jays. Now Creighton has Marquette on deck, and Blue Jay fans are antsy for a win. <laughs> but can it come against the Golden That's, Eagles? I mean, this is a game. Well. This is a game that went to overtime for the Badgers just three weeks ago. How impressed are you by Marquette, and what do they do well as a group? Yeah, so I uh, that was a surprising result as far as I was concerned because Marquette had beaten. Baylor pretty badly four days earlier, and Wisconsin had lost at home to Wake Forest. So I, I fully expected to go into the Pfizer Forum that day and and write about a Marquette victory. Mm. Um, and then Wisconsin just kind of played out of their mind. Chucky Hepburn in particular played out of his mind in the first half, uh, and they won that game. 
Um, I think it's a team that's still forming a little bit of an identity under Shaka Smart. I don't think he's got all the pieces he wants. But, you know, Cam Jones was really, really good against Wisconsin. They've got a bunch of athletes. Um, David Joplin's a kid from in-state here that, you know, I think Wisconsin looked at at one point, but he went to Texas and now is back at Marquette. Um, so they're getting there. I, I Personally, I'm a big fan of Shaka. I, I just I think he's a tremendous human being, and uh, I, I think he's got a – system that he operates with conviction and I think they're going to get there I'm not sure they're I think they're going to be like a lot of teams in the country right now where you just can't trust them night to night they're a little bit up and down a little bit roller coaster um, so it's going to depend on what team shows up against Creighton but um, I've, I think that's a really good team potentially down the road a couple of years I think that's a really good program. Jim what a lot of folks want to hear uh, around here is the transition to football real quick just with what happened late with Coach Fickle, um, kind of came on the market. I, I know there were a couple of schools he was looking at Wisconsin for a, a while. Then the whole Leonard Jim Leonard saga. As you're transitioning, year a couple years removed from from Barry Alvarez, uh, kind of the unceremonious or Wisconsin way with Chris to Leonard. Now Leonard says he's leaving, but he'll coach the bowl game. What do you see as kind of the stability in the program that was one of the kings of stability since, you know, for the last 20 years in the conference? Like, where do you see the trajectory in terms of how the dynamics have played out? This is a great question because you, you really hit on on a couple key words there, stability being one of them. It's just this program has been a uh, picture of consistency and continuity for, for so many years. Um, and now it's it's this change, and, and I, I don't know how to describe it even. I, I think it's necessary to some degree. Mm. Uh, I wrote that the night that Fickle was hired. Yeah. There's been times over the last two months where I, I'm, I kind of wondered whether Chris McIntosh should just blow this whole thing up and start over. Um, and I never wrote that because part of me thought that Jim Leonard could be that guy that could do that to some degree, that he could he could – he knew that there were problems in recruiting and, and, and certainly on offense, and he could be the guy that kind of pushed that button and and created change. Um, and I and I never at one point during this two month search thought that Luke Fickle was an option. I just I didn't didn't even consider it. I thought Luke Fickle had so many better options, or different <laughs> options. You and eighty percent of the <laughs> general <laughs> public. I mean, what right. a shocker! Right. So I mean, I guess had I considered Luke Fickle as a candidate, I might have endorsed him early, but. Didn't consider it, and, and but like I wrote, I think he. If you're gonna if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna blow this thing up. I think he's a great choice mm. because I, I I think he's got a little bit of Wisconsin roots in terms of development and um, building from the high school ranks and 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 going on defense and running the ball. But I think he's willing to take some chances, and you know, the, the key phrase around this, these parts lately is air raid offense, which blows my mind that Wisconsin's going to try that, and yet I'm fascinated to see what what happens with it. <laughs> Jim Polsey, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, guys. Take care. Coming up next, Creighton basketball. Joel Lorenzi's back today. He's on.